We all know that AEW's women's division is pretty bad. It started off pretty well, actually, at Double or Nothing 2019 with the fatal four-way between Britt Baker, Kylie Ray, Awesome Kong, and Nyla Rose. That match was a great start, but looking at it now, look where those women are right now. Nyla Rose, she won the women's championship, she lost the women's championship, and she should be way higher and way more interesting than she is in her current position right now. Britt Baker had done very well for herself. She turned heel really well, really entertaining. She sometimes even steals the show. Kylie Ray is no longer with AEW. Awesome Kong has now been put into a backstage role because they were very limited in ring ability and her her priorities in the acting career. That start wasn't too bad. And over the past year and a half of AEW, there have been some glimpses of excellence within that division. Uh, I, I can think of Rio's title defenses. Rio's title defenses against Nala Rose, both of them, against Shida, against Sakura, and in that fatal four-way in January, I believe. But the thing is, Riho couldn't speak. We couldn't really be invested in her. The only real investment we had was the fact that she was small. The typical underdog, smaller than most of the women in that division. They even had a good run of form heading into Revolution 2020. At that time, Big Soul was an up-and-comer. Shauna was an up-and-comer, Chris Statman was an up-and-comer, Nala Rose was doing pretty well, Rhea was having great matches, and then the Nightmare Collection happened. The Nightmare Collection was a faction with Brandy Rhodes, Luther, Mel, and Awesome Kong. They debuted at Full Gear, and Awesome Kong was sort of this... I guess Hunter that collected the strands of hairs of people that she beat or like had beaten, not in matches, but had beaten. And in what was starting off to be a really good match between Riho and Chris Statlander, which people thought that Chris Statlander would be the next champion. She was rising through the ranks, had good matches, and everything seemed to be going well for her until AEW used nightmare collection to sort of cause distractions in that match and they really ruined the whole match uh riho retained the title due to distraction and that was one of the worst moments in aw dynamite history and a second ruining moment was the position they were given at the revolution pay-per-view they were given the position to go right after probably the, in my opinion, the greatest tag team match ever. Young Bucks versus Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. The crowd was drained after that match. They just watched 31 minutes of awesome action, amazing storytelling, and all-around perfection. Up next after them was women's title match. 
the crowd was dead silent they didn't care that was most of their uh, bathroom breaks and you could tell that by the silence and just by the overall reaction the fans didn't care and that you could tell that that kind of affected their match the match is average but if the crowd was as hyped as for all the other matches on that card it would have been a pretty good match their in-ring work wasn't that bad it was decent pretty good Another issue was Nyla Rose. She was this monster who uh, lost a title, uh, lost a title match, the first ever women's title match to Riho on the first episode of Dynamite. Now, in my opinion, it's always much better for the heel to get the championship first, have a dominant run, and then babyface rise through the ranks and win that title. But the AW went the other way. They gave Riho the title. She had a pretty good, in my opinion, a pretty good reign of matches, but overall was a pretty bad reign. Because the champ needs to be able to talk, needs to be able to put over other talents using their verbal, like, verbally be able to put them over and through the matches and just through storylines, which the women didn't get. Uh, now that was won the title, I believe, on the January... In, a, in, an, in an episode in January from Riho. Very good match, probably AW's best women's match to date. When she got that title, it seemed quite promising because uh, Rio, I believe, we haven't seen Rio on TV since in a while. She was on the cruise, I believe. Yeah, she was on the cruise. But they finally gave it to a champion that could be able to speak that could uh, be able to verbally put over other talents and just was more not more of a connection but just was more was more uh, usable than Rio was Rio was a great, great wrestler uh, I can't deny that but she couldn't do things that Nyla can especially you know, cutting promos uh, even Nyla cut this really good promo on Dynamite, I believe the February 19th episode, I believe. That was a really good episode of Dynamite. She got this promo, very intense, very convincing, challenging the rest of them to challenge her. And that was, was a nice high, uh, just to, just giving us hope that women's division isn't gone, isn't ruined. Things started to get really bad, and the towards double or nothing around that time period, Britt Baker got a serious knee injury, which left her out of action for several months. Um, Chris Statlander hurt uh, hurt her leg. I don't know what exactly happened, but she will be gone for nearly a year, and uh, they lost a lot of wrestlers due to the pandemic. A lot of Japanese women were not able to come to America. The women were the women division was very much depleted in the roster. They had Nyla, they had Sheeta, they had Big Swole who were very green. Shana was in Portugal, I believe, and those are really the main women in that division that were not even red. Only the only people ready were Sheeta and Nyla, and they had a match at uh, double or nothing. Very good match. Another promising, but at that time, I knew 
it was just a good match. Uh, what do you call it? Anomaly in this uh, sequence. Because it will be a good match, but next week, next coming weeks, everything will go back to normal and it'll be crap and it won't be given the right amount of time needed. You won't be given proper storylines. Like that build, that match was absolutely awful. I believe Nyla hit Sheeta with a kendo stick, stole her kendo stick, and that match instantly became a no DQ street fight. It was only built for a couple of weeks. The build was awful, but the match was fantastic, and Sheeta became champion. Nyla only had a four month reign, probably even shorter. And, um, but now we have another champion, maybe Sunio, but Shida, kind of similar to Rio, couldn't speak proper English, but she moved to America, I believe, summer of 2019, she started to learn English, she's pretty good at English, but she doesn't have that confidence to speak, you know, fluently. She seemed quite nervous every time she had promos. She had some good title defenses against Penelope Ford, against Thunder Rosa. I, I think that was all that she had. And Nyla Rosa was great. Now, Thunder Rosa, when she came in, when I saw her coming, I didn't know who she was. I, I'd seen a little bit of her, but I didn't know who exactly she was. But when I saw her come in, I saw her wrestle against Serena Deep, I believe. A really good match. I thought, so, another person to drag down by this dipping division. But to my surprise, she lifted that division up for that one month period. That division was more than bearable. It was actually decent. So with that in mind, this is my booking plan and my way of improving the AEW women's division in 2021.